Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker, and welcome to the H and B Daily. Oh, I suppose yes, very nice today. The, pen, the pencil edition. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, we had a bit of a chat about various things. Also, v- analog VAR. Didn't we, yeah, Paul? you had a good idea. Well, yeah, you can't say a let's good not idea. say a good you idea. Had an idea. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, we will put in the podcast that I can't believe. Just to indulge you, yeah, you and our producers sponsor the kit of a Torquay player. We do, yeah, and we got him on, and you were like a couple of hysterical <laughs> girls. It was like Salem. Well, it's like a peek behind the curtain, isn't it? Yeah. Paul? So uh, we'll bring you some uh, the best of that conversation we had with the man who was uh, kit you sponsor. And John Ketley. Uh, John Ketley was on it because was on there's the... a typhoon heading for Japan there and is. possibly disrupting the World Cup and indeed the lives of many Japanese people. You think people. they'd have thought about that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Should we have the World Cup in typhoon scenes? Eh? Yeah, yeah, well, that was always they did kind of flag it up, but what are you gonna do? Well, not hold it in typhoon season, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you'll hear uh, Ketters. He was on very good form as well. So Just on um, for a minute. Uh, here it, well, if he was a cricketer, yeah. that's what they'd call yeah, yeah, they would, If he yeah. was a cricketer, that's what they definitely would call it. Anyway, uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Exciting, isn't it? It is. It's uh, it's just given the fresh impetus to an international week. It has. It's come to this. Although, it, you know... It, to some, not... it may be a bit of fluff, but to others, it's very much front and centre of the news agenda. Content. Yeah, it's content. This is what they this is what they may say they want to dwell really on the withdrawal from Europe, but this is what they really want. It's cheered a everyone cat, up. A, a kind of verbal cat fight on <laughs> on Instagram, on on Twitter and on social media Beautiful. generally. This People what, need to catch up with this. This is what if, the kids want. Need to get on to And I thought just the same as our England correspondent Nigel Adley, that's definitely Derby versus Leicester in the third round of the oh, FA yeah, Cup. Beautiful. Be, you, that's that's in. That's warming done. those balls up as we speak. They will be. They yeah, will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you say it's an international break. I went to a match last night. Paul. You did. Went to talk United the Ebbs Fleet away last yeah. night. At the Cufflink. The Cufflink Stadium. It's one of the it's a fantastic name for a stadium. You can see you at the Cufflink. See you down there. Yeah, the Cufflink on Wednesday. Yeah, oh, very, tremendous. Everyone's very smart in there. I bet they are but they're yeah, well yeah. turned the, out. The, the training ground's called the tie pin. <laughs> no, no. Um and four uh, two we won, Paul. Yeah, well four done. Four two. Yeah, very, very good. But we had it should have been five two. But we had a Frank Lampard-style goal disallowed. I've seen it, because someone was filming the moment, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you, the Joan Cardigan, our producer, who yeah. you do the National Obsession podcast with, uh, he, he sent it out, 
and yeah. it clearly crosses the line. It's clearly and then does. the lino sort of ambles into view. <laughs> it comes a min- in a minute after the five minutes later, cleared. jogs in, and yeah. the goal was disallowed. But, but it's no na- VAR, no VAR in the National League, Paul. And I was wondering if we could. I've come up with some ideas. Analog VAR is what I'm calling it. Some okay. analog ideas of how we solve that without having VAR. Yeah, I've got two. I'm going to run them both by you. I don't know if anyone else can come up with any all right, more. Then, yeah, analog but, VAR. It's uh, analog in a digital age, which yeah. I think we're all looking for, isn't it? A big pit behind the goal line. Yeah, like a dug big trench, maybe sort of six foot down, mm-hmm. like a grave. You know, both like a grave. Both got like the moat they used to have at Highbury. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But covered in memory foam. You've okay. seen this stuff, well, like mattresses. We're going to talk about that later. Balls don't bounce on it, you know. So yeah. it, if it lands in the pit, it's a goal. It's, it's cut and dry. It's black or white. What if it misses the goal, but still, I mean, it's only behind. It's only behind. The only goal. behind the line. Okay. Only behind the line. A ball's width behind the line. Douche, big pit of memory foam. What about the goalkeeper's safety? It's memory foam, Paul. Oh, okay. It's lovely. It's a lovely little advert for Simba mattresses or whoever, so whichever mattress you like. You go, Loris. It's going to be lovely, isn't it? Yeah. The, a big pit or just paint. Just paint, just wet paint behind, behind the goal line. That, wouldn't you? It'd be lovely, yeah, Johnson's yeah. or someone there behind the crown, yeah. behind the thing, behind the goal line. Ball lands on it. Paint on the ball. Is there paint on the ball? Just having a look. Just check in. No paint, no goal. That's it. What colour would the paint be? Obviously not whatever. Saying, not white. Well, would it have a colour of the team? Whatever the colour of the home team's okay. uh, home kit is. What do you think, Paul? Thing. Yeah, paint. Analog VAR. I've come yeah. up with it. I mean, but players sometimes fall into the goal. You'd have players covered in paint. You'd have goalkeepers' boots covered in paint. Is that a nice view? Mm, that, that's 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 just that's details. That's mere mm. details. The pit is my favourite idea. But uh, yeah, like analog the, VAR. I think we need it. I we like need it in the, the national idea. league. I like especially. the idea of a grave depth pit <laughs> in the goal mouth yeah. of a. Uh, yeah, I think from a health and safety point of view, that works. Yeah, it'd be lovely. You could put cameras in it. People could perhaps pay to sit in it now and again. Yeah, and watch the game from just that watch vantage. The game from <laughs> just see basically the goalkeeper's legs. Yeah, lovely, isn't it? It's a lovely idea. You don't seem particularly sold on it. I, I, well, I, I think it's brilliant. I'm yeah. not sure the the Premier League will or the National League will well, really. So anyway, we'll put it out there. Don't, don't close your mind <clears throat> off so much, Paul. Have you ever turned amateur sleuth? Let us know today in light of the the, oh, yeah. the big story of the day involving Colleen Rooney and um, Rebecca Vardy. And so, did you ever? And in what circumstance? What was your technique? We know Colleen's technique now, but what was your technique for turning? Amateur sleuth, uh, whether it was at work, at home, uh, even if it was a, even if it, the dog was doing it, and you felt. But what did you do? What, what was your what was your system? What was your modus operandi? We had rats once, and I left, and I didn't know if we did have rats or not, but I left some flour down, yeah, to see if it had any footprints in it. Right, that's that's that, clever. That, I mean, but that um, is that isn't particularly sleuthing, isn't it? You could do that with burglars. What if, like, but the trouble is, one of the kids it. walked through. You thought you'd have giant rats. Yeah, <laughs> like a terrible James Herbert novel. Yeah. But um, so, did you have rats? We had rats. They had rats really? in the loft. How do you yeah. know they weren't mice because they're bigger feet? Because no, than... I caught them, Paul. Oh yeah, okay. So I'm from flower, Devon and I the killed them. Played no part. <laughs> no, I killed them. Were they just straight in the deep fat fryer then? Once they'd been no, no. they'd been rolled in flour in the bin up the road. Really? Yeah, that's what you do. If you're a farmer... In the, in the bin up, what you mean in someone else's no, bin? No, not someone else's bin. <laughs> a, bin a bin up the road. Yeah, I'm not having rats in our own bin. We put it in friends you know at number they 16. Come, they come back, you see, they come back. Well, the dead ones don't, do they? No, but they're... Um, You've got a load of zombie rats covered in flour. <laughs> it can happen. Wandering the streets of Look, Oxford. Looking like ghosts. Yeah, what a thought. <laughs> uh, also this afternoon, want to get you going on an old do, an old favourite, twisted memorabilia from the world of sport. Um, because um, some enterprising soul 
uh, back in 1953, spotted Sir Winston Churchill right. at the pictures. The London Coliseum had gone to see a film premiere. Ooh. And, uh, you know, in the, in the days before you got like a hundred quid fine for this, he dropped his cigar butt on the floor. Oh. She picked it up uh, as a souvenir, the great man's uh, cigar butt, put it in a shoebox. And, and she died in the 80s. Now her family uh, have decided that they may put it up for auction so someone else can enjoy the Spence uh, cigar butt of Sir Winston Churchill. Yeah. And uh, they reckon it could go uh, for up to about uh, six, 7,000 quid. How are they proving it, Ziz? Well, I mean, she's... Are, are they doing a DNA test on it? One of these DNA... Where you spit in a tube and you send idea, it off and it comes back? The idea in these troubled times of possibly bringing back... Um, the man who saved us from the from uh, well, I mean, there may be people deciding at the moment that's perfect for Winston Churchill. He had quite a colourful career, didn't this he? Is Jura- this is Jurassic, but this is the the British version of yeah. Jurassic Park. We've yeah. got a bit of old Churchill's DNA. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're bringing back Prime Minister. It's a good episode. There's Do- probably, Doctor Who. There's probably people at the moment trying to raise the money to uh, yeah uh, to do just that. But anyway, it does lead us on to a bit of twisted memorabilia. And if you owned the Spencer Garbutt of Sir Winston Churchill, I'd say that's fairly twisted. Let's give you some of the, the sports ones we've had oh, over yeah, the years. Lovely, from the talk yeah. sport listeners very quickly. Uh, a Manchester United match ticket uh, coated in uh, dust. Um, the, there's a reason for that. The headlight windscreen wiper off of Laurie McMenamy's Mercedes. <laughs> a spark plug from John Sillett's ride-on lawnmower, the old Coventry manager. Uh, Steve Perriman's fillings. Uh, Steve oh. went to a dentist and uh, the, dent, the dental nurse husband uh, was a Tottenham fan. So she said, here, yeah, I've got these for you. The Steve Perriman's fillings. Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, he, he was a good player, you know, but... Yeah. Not not exactly Elvis, is it? You know. <laughs> it's used to me, mate. Okay, all right, used okay. to me. A toaster signed by Charlie Nicholas. Blokes saw Charlie Nicholas out and about. Yeah. And said, could you sign this? And the only thing he had, he'd just been to Argos, and he had a, so he signed his toaster. Lovely. Uh, Roberto Baggio's ponytail and coffee mug ah. uh, that Roberto drank from. It was in a hairdresser's in Italy. A guy was there, and he had the ponytail removed. Mm-hmm. Somebody kept it, and there's still the lip stain of the coffee on the on Roberto's mug oh, still see, there. That's, that, that's good, because you can prove that that's his... His, yeah. his ponytail. A Veruca sock signed by um, Sheffield Wednesday's David Hurst. Oh, That's quite nice. Jermaine Pennant's tumble dryer. Lovely. Someone's kept that. And the best one... That's Jermaine Pennant. Kept that. Yeah. Uh, England... Uh, sorry, ex-Scotland keeper Alan Ruff. He's uh, his late budgie. Oh. Uh, they were doing a loft conversion in Alan's house, the bloke told us. And the budgie got up there and, and it, it got caught up then it died. So died. Sorry, Someone's got it. Breaking news. Well, the bloke kept it. He kept it because the guy, he thought it, it, it was... Mummified it, is he? Or? Well, well he, he basically pressed it in a book like you would yeah. flowers. Uh, he said, but you can still... He said, it's flat, but you can still make out the beak. So there <laughs> well, we are. Can't just, imagine, just some can't of the twisted, going just, cheap. Just some of the twisted memorabilia that uh, you, you've compiled over the years. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Um, Andy, I'm sorry, um, Charlie... That's, my, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's all right, don't worry about it. Just, You've done it a long time, it's I fine. Have, yeah. um, you had some very good ideas, didn't I you? I did. Analog, analog VAR. So analog last VAR. night, a uh, National League game between Ebbsfleet and Talk United, our uh, midfielder, Frankie Vincent, on loan from Bournemouth, <clears> struck <throat> it beautifully, hit, yeah. hit the bar, bounced behind the line, bounced up, hit the bar, back into the keeper's arms, Goal not given. Yeah. No VR, VAR in the National League. So I've come up with some ideas. Yeah. Some analogue ideas. You had paint, paint behind the paint line. Paint behind the line. So if there's paint on the ball, it's a goal. Yeah. And uh, a big pit was my best one. There's like a big six foot drop. With memory, with memory foam, foam all around it. it. And if the ball worry. goes in it, it's, it goes <clears throat> in it. 
I wonder if anyone else had any ideas. We've got a few. Paul in Whitney, not yeah. a million miles from you, says, what about 10-inch spikes behind the goal so the ball impales oh, on it? Lovely. And once it's impaled, it's a goal. That's, is is yeah. the ball punctured? Yes. Goal. Goal, OK. There's no, no doubt there, is there? I can't see any problem in that. No. Uh, Marcus Clayton has said, behind the paint behind the goal doesn't work because it doesn't prove the whole ball has crossed the line. You'd leave a ball's width yeah. before you did the okay. paint. He you likes know, the pit, though, doesn't he, the, Marcus? But the pit, pit of VAR, yeah. the pit of VAR, yeah. <laughs> did something like off, the, off an ITV, <laughs> ITV show on it a Saturday be. night. Play with a Velcro ball. That's KB, says uh, yeah, this. And behind the goal line is also Velcro. This is lovely, isn't it? As soon as the ball hits it it stops dead and you can assess if it's gone fully over the line it seems quite to change the ball seems. can you play with a velcro ball because I mean, players will start wearing velcro boots and, and they could it ne- would stick to their never, foot you'd never well they wouldn't wear velcro boots or they wear yeah. kind of the the Brickly antidote boots. to the velcro boot anyway you get the idea of that uh, yes. have you got any other ideas for uh, analog var talksport.com text 81089 tweet tier that was referees wasn't it back in the day analog oh. var <laughs> the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast from talk sports science can help uh, says palace ash it's impossible for the ball to hit the bar bounce down and then hit the bar again without crossing the line well, there we are does so that was help a goal. us yeah, it does help analog via have a and we are and this one seems quite um, difficult have a clear plastic screen fitted behind the goal posts one ball width back from the goal line a red light on top of the crossbar would be yeah. triggered if the screen moved when hit it's too complicated Dave, we've, I mean, Dave yeah, it's, it's yeah. a no from us I'm afraid <laughs> a one way laser force field <laughs> Dave mm. thought his clear plastic screen would work with the dragons, but unfortunately, <laughs> he has left empty-handed. I'm yeah. So, um, Charlie and our producer, Joan Cardigan, were at the uh, at the Cufflink last night, of Cuff course. Cufflink Stadium. Which you all know is uh, Ebbsfleet's uh, ground. And they witnessed their team, Torquay United, get a whopping away win. 4-2. 4-2. Um, Could have been, should have been 5-2. Yeah. Could have been 8-2. They're, they're, okay. Um, but um, you would t- it's the great thing about supporting a club yeah. at that level, yeah. of course. One of the joys is you can just get so much closer to it. If I yeah. wanted to sponsor the kit of, say, um, uh, Lucas Moura, it yeah. would probably cost me a pretty penny now now chairman. It wouldn't be cheap. I can't imagine it's... Uh, no, but at Talk United's level, yeah. you, you have the access. But also in the National League, one of the things about watching any lower league football mm. is you can get closer to the whole thing. It is analogue. It's much more... It an- is. It we're is. talking about analogue VAR. It's a lot more analogue yeah. than... The, you, 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 you go, you see it, you breathe it, you smell it, you're close to it, you can touch it. Yeah. And sometimes I don't want you to, but you know. That's, that's true. And then you get a restraining order and then you stop <laughs> it. So... Um, the National Obsession podcast, which you and, and yeah, John do. National uh, That's fine, yeah, yeah. Um, you've done that, and you sponsor the kit of we do. one of the tall key players, the away kit. The away kit. kit. That was a bit kit. rich for your blood, though. <laughs> <kit. laughs> Couldn't afford both. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't afford both, but no. Uh, Liam Davis, our left back. It, yeah. was, it was everything you want in a footballer. Strong in the tackle, level-headed, brilliant at going forward, yeah. and scores one to two goals a season, John. Um, John, <laughs> doesn't he, John? And and uh, Paul, he, he's just a brilliant, brilliant player. Now, okay, we absolutely love sponsoring him as well. It's really well, good. Uh, you're, you're, you're blowing smoke up his backside because he's on the line. That's exciting, isn't it? Um, good afternoon, Liam. How's it going? You okay? Yeah, he's all right. They, they they love you. They 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 could like a couple of giggy giggly uh, pop uh, like, yeah, like yeah. they were going to be talking to take that. They're, they're <laughs> both very excited that you've joined us today. <laughs> Liam, did you get any sleep? How how long was the trip home? Ebb sleep to Torquay. Was that five um, hours? Yeah, it was a good five plus hours with the stop off. Um, got back about four thirty in the morning. Cool. Did the school run. Went mm-hmm. gym, done a little recovery session, and I've not really had 
had to catch up on my sleep to be fair. So um, okay, yeah. Well, look, we I'm do appreciate we do appreciate you joining us because you did you scored uh, Charlie and John talk taught me through the goal. It was the the classic left back oh, yeah. goal, wasn't it? Was it little, little, little little one two, wasn't it? Up the left, was it with Jake on the Jake Andrew on the left? Little one two, yeah, little one two, Jake. Um, you drove into the box, and Frankie Vincent put a nice ball in in for me, and I ran onto it and hit it and scored, and I was happy. Good. Oh, Frankie was unlucky to be fair. Yeah. He, like you chat about with the goal line technology, I think it would have been five two if, if we had if we had, if we had the VAR level. Yeah. But I, I think the championship may get it first. Yeah. Was <laughs> was um to filter down. Was Frank Frank going on about it all the way home? The six hour coach journey home was he getting, it was a goal. Fair, he did a, he did a travel back on the bus, but I don't think he was too happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a great goal. It would have been a great goal. It was yeah. And there is a video. Someone took a kind of uh, video where they were just filming at the time, and you. I mean, you can't clearly see it cross the line, but when it's slowed down and when it's... Yeah. Fr- you can see it's well over the line, isn't it? Yeah, I think... It's pr- I mean... Liam won't say he'll be back defending. Yeah, <laughs> all over the place. So I think the linesman was probably a little bit behind it, but... He was. You I, see I, him I, kind of amble into the shot after after the ball's yeah. left the goal. Yeah. Now, Liam, obviously... I that's why I didn't give it. Yeah, that's it. Last season, National League South champions, and Gary, I mean, slightly up and down start of the season, but Gary's and the and you Oh, boys, you're getting very football. Well, they seem to be putting a run together now, Paul. That's three games, that's three games, three wins in a row now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it. But a huge game Saturday, Notts County away. Oh, yeah, the historic Notts County. What a game that'll be. Yeah, it's a big game. I mean... You know, it's, we always get told it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And, you know, it's, we're starting to get into a little bit of form now. We've still got a few injuries to come back. So, you know, things are looking things are looking good. Yeah. What's it, what's it, the, the having your kit sponsored, is it, is it, are you grateful for these boys for putting their hand in their pocket just to, so you can wear that away kit with pride, Liam? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, kit, the kit's really nice this season as well. Yeah, so, is it? Yeah, nice it's kit. nice to have the support from, from uh, the sponsors and stuff. Yeah. So everyone, everyone at the club's grateful. Yeah. It's nice to have, uh, Charlie as my sponsor as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the National Obsession podcast. Yeah, John, John yeah. who does yeah, yeah, John is very upset. There. I will say, it is the best. Bo- his old bottom lip's going as he didn't get a mention. There. It is the best kit oh. talkie you've ever, ever had. This what, the away kit? So yeah. What is it? Talk me through the away kit. It, it, the away kit, well, it changes, but at the moment it's uh, all white with black socks, which looks absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, what If you have a dodgy kit, Liam, does it make a difference yeah. to, to you as a player? Um... I don't think it does. I, I'm trying to think if I've had any. Oh, if you put it on and you feel smart and you feel like ready to go, does it make yeah, a big you, difference? When you, yeah, when you got a nice kit and you pull it on, you feel you feel good. You feel ready to play. You feel, you know, it's just like you know, if you're dressing up on the, if you're going out on a night out or whatever, you mm. dress up and you feel good, play good. So I think the kit does help a little bit, but um, that's not the be on and end all of it. But no. it's nice. It's nice to have a nice kit. So the, the manager is he is Gary is Gary yeah. suit or tracksuit yeah. when he on, for a game? What does he wear generally? Um, at home games, he wears the, the suit and the tie. Yeah. Uh, on the away games, where we're travelling and stuff, it's probably more comfortable to be in the tracksuit. So he, he goes to the tracksuit for the away games. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So yeah. he's, he's not obviously not superstitious no. because you know some managers say, "Well, I wore the suit, so I've got to wear the suit for the next game." So he's sports casual. Yeah. Gary, he's got a long Gary doesn't need superstition because he's a genius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he just so he because he just knows what he's doing. Yeah. Also, he, he really likes Liam. Yeah, Liam's an ever present, so you he's, know, he he's knows done what a he's fantastic about. job, Gary. Well, what's your story then? What, what, what's been your career path to to Torquay? Um, well, started started at Coventry. Well, started at Fulham actually as a kid, um, yeah. twelve to sixteen, and then uh, left home quite early. Yeah. Uh, went to Coventry. 
Right. Um, I was there for five years, started to kind of build a career from there, and then uh, went to Northampton. Yeah. There for a few years again, and then Oxford, and then, to be fair, Northampton's where I first met the gaffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he brought me back to Yeovil, brought me back up to the championship at Yeovil. Yeah. Um, we had, had a good couple of years there, and then um, I went to Sweden from Yeovil. Oh, okay. Yeah, my cousin was playing up there, and... I said once in my career I want to play abroad, mm. so I ended up I ended up going. What was it like? Sweden. What was the experience like out there? Yeah, it was good. The, the culture's good out there. The football's the football's different. Mm. It's not as hustle and bustle. It's a bit more con- uh, controlled and a bit more slower tempoed. But it was just um, it, it was a it was a new experience. It, yeah, I went there thinking I'm going to have to learn the language, but. You know, after a day there, everyone's trying to talk to me in English. All right. kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't bother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just did, and when I did try to speak Swedish, the players and the coaches would kind of laugh at me and look like I was speaking <laughs> totally, you know, in a different language. Not so very supportive. I, just, I know. I, I just, back, I just back to the English. The, yeah. the coach there spoke English anyway. So, all right. They do uh, put my, you all to shame. Good. The old Scandinavians with the quality of their English, don't they? Really, generally. Yeah, no, so, their English yeah, is really right. good. That's a few of yeah. the Swedish players weren't happy because. Did mm. team talks in English. There was about seven <laughs> seven English speaking players out there. So, uh, a few of the boys weren't too happy about that, but yeah. no, it was all good though. Well, brilliant! It's and and then he's, now he's come home to talk here. He's, he's come here, here forever. Talking. He can never leave. He's a brilliant, brilliant player, and I absolutely we absolutely love sponsoring him. Absolutely, well, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. It's a nice place. English Riviera. You know, it's a big club, to be fair. Very big club. Very big club. Uh, Massive club. Um, uh, Liam, thank you. Um, And the boys, if they can give the... If the podcast gets more successful, you'll do the home kit next year for them, will you? I don't know. Yeah, we're happy. Liam seems to only score away, so we like like sponsoring the away kit. Thanks for scoring in front of us last night, Liam. I appreciate it. And he did... And, uh, I hope we can get another one on the next one the yeah. next away game because so, Charlie yeah. did say you're a two goal a season man which yeah. I thought was sounded like fighting talk to me <laughs> like he's trying to <laughs> yeah, spur I'm you no, on no, he's yeah. probably challenging me to try and get a bit yeah, more yeah come on Liam <laughs> just stay ahead of Ben Winter stay yeah. ahead of Ben Winter don't listen to Gary when he says sit back just bomb on <laughs> don't listen to bomb him bomb on yeah Go, uh, all guns blazing nice one cheers Liam all the thank best you, thank you Liam yeah cheers Talking United left back Liam Davis there his kit his away kit that he scored in last night sponsored by the National Obsession podcast yeah uh, Joan Cardigan uh, Charlie Baker they're putting their hand in there can you can you tell us what it costs no, or I, I think it's about is it in 200 the quid I think I think it's about 200 quid it's not a game a season a season yeah oh, okay. and the home kit well, how much does that go up 200 I think it's two. I think it's like four, 400 to sponsor everything and 200 for oh okay but you see you can mix and match well, yeah. lovely but it, it is good thing to do get involved with your local club support your local club do you know what I I think Chelsea. Well, I do. Do you know what though? <laughs> I think I, I know exactly. So you're all right. Yeah. But I think Chelsea are feeling the benefits this year of yeah. of having their kids play for them. Yeah, and that is what it feels like to support the national it, league. Yeah, you, you buy yeah. into it. You keep it low level. It's all got too big. Keep it yeah. low level. Be more analog about it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, as you're probably aware... There is a typhoon uh, heading for the mm. Rugby World Cup, and it's a biggie, and it's picking up speed, uh, apparently. Uh, uh, is it uh, uh, Hagibis or Hagibis or whatever, but it's a typhoon, certainly, and it's bigger than Japan. It's big it's in big, Japan. It's big in Japan. It's big in Not Japan. No, it really, Japan. It's, it's, it's serious. It is picking up strength. Um, so we thought we'd, we need to turn to an expert to find out whether it's true that uh, the England and Scotland games could have to be uh, moved. Uh, although that shouldn't really be our our uh, first concern, should it really, with so many people living in, in its path. John Ketley joins us. Uh, Burnley fan, weatherman, friend of the show, of course. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Paul, and good afternoon, Charlie. Hey, uh, John. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the difficult thing about these things is that to kind of, to, to sort of, what's the chart a course for something like this is very, very difficult, isn't it? So, I mean, well, they, they can't leave the decision too late. No, they can't. Is, is it a rumour that uh, if it's completely abandoned, it becomes a nil-nil scoreless draw? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's why. I mean, certainly in 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 the uh, the game in, uh, involving uh, Scotland, that could be an issue. The, the Japan Scotland game. It's less so, I think, in the England France game because they've both qualified. But I think oh, that right. would do for Scotland. Scotland will be eliminated, <laughs> which is why they're looking yeah. to find another another venue for it. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Well, this is a brute. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you've heard from your expert in, expert in Scunthorpe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're used to bad weather and uh, poor performances on the field as well. Mm. Uh, but uh, no, we've got big problems with this Haggy B or Haggy Bis. I don't know what yeah. the locals would call it, but it's not unusual for this time of the year. Eddie Jones, of course, lived there for many years. Uh, he was coaching different teams in Japan and the national side as well. So he knows perfectly well that these sort of things can happen at this time of the year. In fact, I've been working for the RFU, as you probably know, Paul, for the last uh, few years. Mm. And I did give some information to them about uh, two years ago about what to expect in in uh, Tokyo in September, October time. So it's just coming to fruition, really. It's exactly what you'd expect yeah. to see. 
But this is a super typhoon, and super typhoons don't come along every uh, every year. This uh, is more serious than normal, and it is going to be quite a troublesome thing, I'm sure. Well, Cher, Jim's, uh, I think Jim got in touch and said, yeah, typhoons, hurricanes, both tropical revolving storms, the names are solely based on location. Yeah. They are the same thing, he oh. says. Yes, yeah, they are. And in, right. in northwest Australia... Uh, they're called Willy Willies, but that's probably too much information. <laughs> a little bit um, in rugby, though. That's how it yeah. goes sometimes, isn't it? Willy well, it Willies. could be, it could be, but this is this is this is hot stuff. This is yeah. this is this is a pretty nasty typhoon. You know, we don't we we laugh about these things when mm. uh, when we hear about ex hurricanes coming across the UK, we get a bit excited. But they're nothing compared with this. This will be bringing winds in excess of 100 miles an hour up towards Tokyo, yeah. and uh, you know, several several inches of rain, mudslides, power cuts. And that's something we must remember as well. Big power cuts are quite common in Japan, and especially when you get these typhoons. So even if you think the conditions are OK for the game to be played, there might not be any power. Uh, no. You know, to, the infrastructure might be breaking down. That's the thing. And as you said, it's not just, I mean, the players, they can get the players out of the path and they can find somewhere else to play it. But yeah. there'll be a lot of people, a lot of fans of both sort of teams having to sort of hunker down yes. as, as this passes through. I mean, I was, I was caught in one, John. I've never told you this before. I was in um, Wilma. Um, in back in 2005, Hurricane Wilma that sort of battered the sort oh, yes. of Yucatan coast and yes. hit Miami when I, I was there on holiday with my family and my friends. And, you should have uh, contacted me first. We should have <laughs> given you a... Well, they told us, this is the nature of... Uh, 48 hours before, uh, yeah. or 72 hours before, they said, look, it's likely to hit as a tropical storm. It's, yeah. the, the word is it's going to lose intensity over the Caribbean. It's going to be fine. It's, you know, it could be a bit, a bit hairy for a couple of days, but what it did, of course, because it is the weather and unpredictable as, as much as uh, with you know with a nod to what you do for a living, uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it can be difficult, can't it? They didn't know it picked up, and it, I think it hit where I was as a kind of category four hundred and forty yeah, mile an hour right. winds. Yeah, I mean the, the beauty. Well, there isn't a beauty about this, but as it goes further north into northern latitudes, further north away from the tropics, then you are going to lose intensity rather more quickly than you would further south. In for example. Florida, hmm. uh, but as you go up through uh, Japan, it's a pretty big country when you hmm. look at it on a map, it does lose intensity as it goes across the cooler water and cooler air generally into these temperate latitudes so it will be probably at its worst late Friday into Saturday, just when the games are supposed to be being played and then in 36 hours time you would barely know there'd been a storm there at all, so it'll it'll go away after the east of Hokkaido and uh, and everything will go back to normal very quickly. At one point we left it stopped, everything, the wind stopped, the rain stopped and, and we kind of slowed ventured outside yeah, and yeah. then of course we saw the eye above us we saw the eye of the hurricane and as it passes over everything stops oh, and yeah. and it is quite awe-inspiring yeah. I mean I was terrified because the kids were quite young yeah. it? but yeah. you it's a it's a weird thing you see this thing just pass and then it and then of course it all starts again all the mayhem starts That's once right. again you ever yeah. been in one John no I haven't and I'm not a storm chaser by uh, by oh. nature <laughs> no it's not the sort of thing I go looking for really no. I mean people do get a bit excited as they put their anoraks on and go uh, go hunting for bad weather. I mean, I do live on extreme weather, but uh, the sort of as I said, the sort of thing we get in this country really. Mm. Although we do get excited for half a day, they're really nothing compared with other parts of the world. No. Well, John, a pleasure as always. A quick Thanks, one on John. Burnley. How do you think the season's shaping well, it's, up? It's going all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's going, not too bad. It's going great, really, because I'm looking at the fixture list in front of me now for the next eight weeks when we get back from this uh, short break, and we've got some very winnable games. There's several matches there we should be winning. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to about the 7th of December, I think, when we come down to Tottenham. Oh, yeah. That should be oh, a lovely. cracker. You're really looking tempted. forward to it now, the well, way I'm, we've I'm, been playing. I bet yeah. you wish it was next week. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really tempted to meet up with you. Goodness me. I think it's worth a trip. Oh, yeah, we will, John. We'll have a pint. That'll be good. Sean Dyche might be in charge of Tottenham by then. They're all Even the Torquay fans have started on us. Upset you both. Yeah. Well, I don't think he'll be going to Scunthorpe. That's one thing. Thank you, John. Pleasure. Uh, John Ketley there, uh, Hagibis, I would imagine it is. Would you say it sounds a bit Greek when I say it that way? Yeah, I don't, I don't like. It. I just uh, Hagibis, Hagibis, Hagibis. Uh, uh, they've been calling it Typhoon Haggis, of course, because it could affect oh, Scotland. Yeah. Oh, but, beautiful, uh, yeah. Of course they are. Of course they are. Tabloid name for something quite frightening. So um, it's uh, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Um, could they play inside? Some of the games are inside, aren't they? Like the Wales game today was in, yeah. was inside in one of those. If, domes. if you've got a Typhoon slash hurricane going on outside and can take the roof off. You know, really? Yeah, 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 I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be great. Dip both goalposts in water and washing up liquid solutions. So when you score a goal, you'll literally be bursting your opponent's bubble, says uh, Chris in Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) Bit strange, Chris. Seems a bit too analogue. That's analogue VAR that Charlie's looking for today. Bloke with the flag and the goal who raises it when the ball crosses the line. We've had, they've tried this, haven't they? And then no one ever raised their. Raise their flag. Anyway, I think we've done that. It's very, very good. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. And we've been a bit talky heavy today, which we are often we? are. But um, it doesn't can, seem it to there's me. There's no such thing, is there? <laughs> but this has so. come in. It's a request. Um, it, it says, um, I'm a disillusioned Spurs fan. Oh, yeah. And I've recently moved to the southwest, brackets Dartmoor. All right. And I'm looking to jump on the talky United gravy train. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Did sure. You jump on a gravy train or did you jump <laughs> on a bandwagon? There is a steam train from Peyton to Dartmouth. <laughs> Any tips on where to sit and where to park in town? This is oh. all a bit niche, isn't it? Very Up the niche. goals. He's uh, gone from he talk says, sport to talk e-sport. Yeah, so he's, he's I mean, are you happy to have a new one on board then, Disillusioned Spurs fan? They're jumping ship and moving to Dartmoor. That's how bad it's no, got. I don't I don't blame them. I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't, that new stadium, they can't cope. They can't, you can't park near Wyatt Lane anymore, can you? Yeah, just park on Heel Road. You probably Dartmoor's get, get near as you can park. if you want to sit Hartley. down, you know, sit on Bristow's bench or get in the pop side. It's up to you. Look at that. 15 <laughs> quid in, have, a, have some cheesy chips, do the 50-50 draw, you won't spend 20 quid yeah you might meet the players sponsor one of them you get them on your radio show I don't know if that applies to everyone (laughs) (laughs) Warren says I fitted uh, Dimitar Berbatov's toilet oh yeah he helped me lift the granite lid off the toilet uh, system that does sound like a two two person job job. (laughs) it's it's great that he weighed in he got on the tools did uh, Dimitar do you think Berbatov looked like he was putting much effort in while he was doing it it would have been done in a very just tried a very casual way his first touch on the granite would have been very very good and after that it looked like he put some effort in Dimitri quite (laughs) relaxed quite relaxed (laughs) in his uh, his process certainly so um, I know you've got some bits Charlie oh yeah Roger Daltrey yeah. Roger Daltrey has ditched his mobile phone. Has he? Has he? <laughs> so he can spend his final years free from technology. He said, I, I, I'm, I'm down to one call a day. I want the last few years of my life. I mean, it's a bit doomy, isn't it? Keep it light, Roger. To be me doing what He's I want. He's a great nick, Roger. What I, wanna, I know. Wanna do, wanna, I can't stand emails. I spend all my life doing them. I think it's since he got scammed. I'll buy an email and he said, I won't get fooled again. Hey, come and then on. There he is. And there's come Roger. On. Who was the one call a day he's prepared to take? I don't know. What do you think it is? Um, is it, mate? The thing is, if you're only taking one pin, call a day. Pinball factory? Oh, the bloke phones up and says, I understand you've just had an accident. That would be really annoying because that's your quota. Is that if, what it is? If, you're like, if a mate phones up, you've used the, the call. Yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah. Since he was a young boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
the, no. uh, so, um, Pep Guardiola, there's a new book about Pep at City, and it talks about, uh, the, the, we talked about the fine system at Real Madrid, and I bored, and, bored Andy Rigid with it, actually. Oh. But, um, but at City, uh, he has a kind of different forfeit system. They spin a wheel, they have a roulette wheel. If you, if you turn up late for training, oh, do all yeah. that sort of thing, he sets you to work. Oh, like he that. doesn't just take money off you, because he knows, you know, when you're minted, who cares? Yeah, you so they spin the wheel, and you have to do something to compensate the team. Mm-hmm. Punishments include uh, helping the kit man, the groundsman, the analysts, and that's not much of a oh. forfeit, is it? Yeah. Analysts, although, oh, and the kitchen staff. All right. Um, Benjamin Mendy apparently has had several stints in the laundry room. <laughs> when he's rocked up Preparing for life after the game, Paul. Yeah, could, They all need something to go they're to. They're all going to need another trade, exactly. aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They can't all go and run pubs. No, they're they're all, all going to the stay in the game. Yeah. Um, Sweet so shop. With that in mind, uh, we found out what's been going on with the, the England boys uh, uh, out in Japan, if they mess up. Uh, Sam Underhill admits that uh, one of the things that the players that step out of line do is they get involved in the uh, coaching or the players' urine checks. They help the coaches oh. with the players' urine checks. And right. Apologies if you're having a, a bit of a late lunch. <laughs> but Sam says uh, you're, you put it through a spectrometer to check how diluted or concentrated it is. The coaches normally do it, but you have to assist. This is your forfeit. Right. Well, you have to uh, hold it for plastic, him. Uh, plastic gloved up, he says, <laughs> receiving these nice warm pots from the lads. <laughs> Probably not the way you want to start the day. But it, honestly, you wouldn't turn up late again, would you? It, it sounds much more of a rugby thing, that. It, it does, you know. It does. Working with the analysts or uh, or handling uh, the yeah, pee of your team. Oh, yeah, I'm assuming true. when they say handling, I'm assuming they mean the pots. They're not having to hold anything else for a moment. No, no, no. no, no. no. Okay. It's, not a, it's not a Gillian McKeith situation. <laughs> gloved hand. That, is this, yeah, that's, this is your card. <laughs> the um, uh, yeah, and also the other thing with uh, Pep apparently is that when he's doing his pre-match team talk, he goes barefoot. Oh, lovely! There's a touch of the in a way, but uh, uh, there's a touch of the Dominic Cummings about him, isn't there? You know what I mean? I think they are cut from the same cloth. Not in always, clearly, no, no. but in you know what I mean. He's down there, kind of barefoot, uh, prowling. Even the way that he's, he's shaken up the people, the way people are in a dugout. You know, a yeah. man turns up with a T-shirt under a jumper and a, a, a pair of uh, action slacks. And a dream catcher. Yeah. Just yeah, there, yeah, picking the team out of a dream catcher. Good old Pep, he is a genius, though. I'll give you that. Um, Very, uh, so anyway, we, we, well, we never found out. We never actually spoke. The person who was supposed to ring in, oh, who gave the idea to Colleen Rooney. Yeah. To um, Maybe to, it was Colleen Rooney herself. No, no. On her other... On her other Twitter feed, <laughs> a secret one. It could have been. No, someone gave her the idea, and, and he has he has photographic evidential proof of it. Double indemnity. There we are. If Roger Dolce doesn't want to answer his phone or emails, he could yeah. just get a substitute. There hey, we are. That's lovely David from David Collins. Collins. Thank you. If you want to work if <laughs> that particular seam until four o'clock, <laughs> then feel free with old Who and uh, and and the like. The Who. <laughs> Talksport.com. That's when we bring on a sub at Torquay. Who's? 81089 tweet J. Jack the Plumber. Uh, it goes by the name of Jack the Plumber. Yeah. Were you in a Guy Ritchie film, Jack the Plumber? <laughs> uh, Kevin Mitchell, the boxer, uh, helped me carry a radiator down the stairs. Did he? That's good. I don't know who Kevin Mitchell is. Oh, fight, you're fine. Big fight, big boxer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the sort of bloke who looks like he could carry a radiator. I wonder what sort me. of radiator? One of those old old school ones, or just like a you know? A, a, I I, I, he hasn't given any more information. I can find no. out the make and size if you're if interested. You could. I'll tell you what's heavier: washing machine, isn't it? That bit oh, of concrete. Yeah. I mean, who's going to help you with a washing nothing's machine? Nothing's heavier than a washing machine, is it? Tyson Fury might help you with a washing machine. That's the top one. You know when they do the Atlas Stones in World's Strongest Man? Yeah. You've never seen the last one because it's a washing machine. No one can lift it. <laughs> of course. It's the Hawksby and Jacobs. 
daily podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That there was it was. A, that Stra- was a straight from the horse's mouth. It with, was. With Ketters there. Thank you, Charlie. You're back fr- uh, Saturday. Saturday with Max. Uh, we're 10 to 1 this In, Saturday because oh, the to one. international break and then nice. Glory Hunters Sunday. Brilliant. With uh, Lindsay Hipgrave, oh, okay, amongst right. others. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, Charlie. Uh, Andy back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talksport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 